Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with my co-pilot, Leanne Whippen, high atop the radio world here in the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios with the palm trees in the back in Portland, Oregon. We'd like to welcome all of our affiliates on the Barbecue Nation and USA Radio Networks. Uh, Barbecue Nation is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef from the heart of the Pacific Northwest. Painted Hills Natural Beef is beef the way nature intended. Well, our friend is back. Uh, Noah Glanville from, uh, I was going to say pit boss cookers. No, because oh. Leanne and I were talking about that. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that out. I promise. Yeah. Um, from pit barrel cookers, Noah has been on the show a number of times over the years. He's a good friend and, uh, has done a remarkable job. Hey buddy, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks Jeff. Good to be back on with you. Good to, good to talk to you. What's, uh, what's new at pit barrel? Gosh, what is new? Well, it's, uh, you know, just got, got through kind of the spike of, of, of barbecue season. Everything leading up to 4th of July is, you know, traditionally a really busy time of year. People are, are, are getting aligned with buying their grills and getting set. I think this year is, is still a little different. Uh, normal consumer habits and spend. I think that, you know, everything's still, it's going to take a little while to get everything kind of balanced and leveled out. And, and you know, there's a lot of inventory and, and, larger big box retailers. And I think you're going to see a lot of, a lot of, uh, smoke and deals, uh, no pun intended on, <laughs> on grills and all kinds of different things at, at, uh, at retail. Um, you know, I think that, you know, things were a little bit slower, uh, across the board and, and lead up. So, uh, but, you know, maintaining outstanding customer service, all the same things that our brand's always done, um, you know, keeps us busy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, all, all is uh, all is good. You know, just got to have to have to navigate the times, and and um, yeah, we're we're, uh, we're we're looking forward to to another year. And then you know what makes our product, I think, so unique is the amazing turkey and and holiday dishes that it cooks. The prime rib, right? Duck. So you know, we really stay busy year round versus that lead up to Fourth of July. You know, the next big big. Uh, you know, season for us is obviously Thanksgiving and Christmas and then Christmas gifts because our our product is just so affordable. So so I wanted to swing back just for a second to something you mentioned. Leanne and I were actually talking about that we off were. the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody was kind of just chugging along. COVID hit. There were very few things that people could actually do. Barbecue was one of them. We saw a huge uptick in the barbecue business. Then we got into some supply chain issues um, and people couldn't get the grills from the retailers. And then they could and they ordered a whole bunch of the retailers did. And so it seems now that and, and you just touched on it. They're sitting on a lot of inventory. 
Um, you think that is going to level itself out after a period of time, or is it going to be something that's very difficult to navigate for uh, uh, not just the retail end, but the manufacturing end? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Jeff, as you know, I I don't sugarcoat a whole lot. So, um, you know, you have 2020, um, you know, unbelievable sales numbers um you know ever you know people were sent home they realized they weren't going to lose their birthday life was going to go on but they were going to be home for a while so um and there was a lot of federal aid and and so that who would have ever expected i I guess people or our culture to spend as much money as they did um and and i think not worry so much about the consequences of it so i mean you look at you know the, the national credit card debt and I think these are really important points uh, because I think right now you have a scenario where you have 2021 or 2020, uh, an unbelievable demand. You get into 2021, still the demand's there, and but all the margins, the increased cost in shipping, materials, mm. all those things that, that really erode the margins. And, and that, that's when you saw huge price increases that were passed along to the consumers. And the consumers were still they, they weren't batting an eye to it. Right. And, and then you get to 2022 and you have all the increased costs, price increases, uh, material freight, all those things. And all of a sudden the consumers have said, who's going to pay for all this stuff. And, and, you know, and we're not sure where that money's going to continue to come from. So there is no doubt been a, a national across the board. I don't, I don't think it matters what, uh, I mean, there's still industries that are, that are, that are getting very rich, but you know, the, the buying motorcycles, boats, all those things that everyone's been saying, gosh, there's going to be deals, <clears throat> you know, and when, when is that market going to turn and, and things like that? And I think we're, <clears throat> I think we're starting to see, you know, how, how far and how deep it goes is yet to be determined. Hopefully it's a, it's a gentle level set, but I think we're probably, for it. uh, you know, fuel prices, it's, it, it's ridiculous. You know, we, We've always been a brand that doesn't gouge, will outperform and outcook cookers and smokers that are thousands of dollars. We've always been in that space and we've been proud of that. And so one thing that kills me is having to increase the cost. And we're still, if you look at what we charge, um, we we did not get on the bandwagon of just jacking up the prices like crazy. Right. Because we, it eventually will level set as it should. And things will come back down to, you know, a, a normal, um, you know, container prices have come down substantially. You know, we went 4,200, you know, our costs, uh, you know, we can move 298 PBCs on a 40 foot high cube. So this is a good kind of parallel. Um, and, you know, prior to COVID, it cost us 4,200 to $4,600 on average per container. It went up to 25,000. <gasps> That's so amazing. You look at, well, how many, how many, and just basic math, you put everything else aside, you know, you put 298 units into something that, that went from 4,600 to 25,000 mm. per unit, you know, even if yeah. you raise if your cooker a hundred dollars, that still doesn't cover it. So <clears throat> really expensive. And I think important for, for consumers to, to have that, you know, that, that chance to look through that lens and understand why costs have come up so much. Um, and you know, you, you can't make everything here. Um, 
you know, so, you know, we're, we're, um, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, things kind of leveling out and getting back to normal, but we never raised our price, you know, like, like we should have. Um, and I think that that will eventually balance out. We just gotta, gotta ride through it. But, you know, as I, as I say to my wife and, and, and vice president of the company, we still have an amazing product. People love it. Uh, they'll continue to, and at least it's, it's a really affordable, fair, fair, you know, price on a, on a product that, um, you know, works for people in good times and bad. So. Well, you're saying that um, things are probably going to go on sale because obviously you guys want to get rid of the inventory. You don't want it sitting on the shelf, but that's really going to hurt you from margin standpoint, because you're going to make less profit if you're trying to get rid of your inventory at a lower price. I mean, it's almost like it turns into a break even, hopefully. Um, But it's, I guess you have to do it, right? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I mean, I've always said and used the term grow responsibly and, you know, being our, our main model is direct to consumer. So that's allowed us to, to really do that. When, when you sell to a big box retailer, you know, you're, you have to be a year in advance on, on going through the line reviews and, and working with the buyers. And so, you know, when you ship your product and you hope that you ship it on time and that they take the product, it's a year out from really having your finger on the pulse of, what's to come next. So an example is if we ship a pit barrel out to someone, we know that the accessories are going to follow, you know, shortly thereafter. And because it's a real purchase, it's real time and they're buying it versus it sitting in a warehouse. You don't know when it actually makes it to the retail store. And, and then when that product actually goes into the consumer's hands. So that allows us to, but you know, we're, we're obviously a lot smaller. We're, we're not trying to be everything to everybody. And, you know, we're not, our brand's not going anywhere to die. So it, uh, that makes it a little bit easier. I think that there, there'll definitely be brands and, and cookers, unfortunately, used as lost leaders and, and, and big box retail just to drive people in. And they'll, you know, and that's something to be, you know, I mean, that's really a telltale. If you've been going into a big box retail and you've been buying your gas grill for a few hundred dollars or six or seven, and all of a sudden you see it for $199, that should make you ask the question, Big box retail is not going to lose. So what is the quality of product that you've been buying? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, move the lid, you know, inspect it a little bit. And, you know, if you're into buying, you know, a new grill every year, that's, that's not something that uh, we want our customers to have to do. We where, want to- where are your cookers made? If you don't mind me asking. Our, our cookers are made in China. So do you think that possibly moving it to the States, which would be kind of nice, uh, deferring that shipping cost might make sense? Yeah, so th- there is no doubt that that's that to be the case. Um, you know, and, and a parallel I use, and again, back to not sugarcoating a whole lot, you know, I, I think we have some real things to figure out here as far as manufacturing. As a veteran, I would love nothing more mm-hmm. than manufacture every product in the United States. But to be able to manufacture 3,000, 30,000 when, when you had all the port congestion. And I think, we'll, you know, we'll have that again. Um, you know, the, I think that the unique thing about it is there's, there's some brakes being pumped a little bit on how much product's now being brought in because there's concern on are the consumers going to buy what's, what, what the companies have forecasted. Um, you know, what, what I said is I would love nothing more than to bring bring manufacturing back to the United States. Uh, however, if we can't 
hire and, and create a workforce that's able to just go pick up the goods at the ports, we're certainly not ready to have the conversation of manufacturing it here. I think it'll get better. It's just a matter of time. Anyway, we are um, going to take a break here on Barbecue Nation. We're going to be back in a couple of minutes with Noah Glanville from Pit Barrel Cookers. Please stay with us. Smoky Bones, the master of meat with 62 locations in the U.S., has partnered with Big Green Egg to bring you the summer grilling excellence sweepstakes. Enter at SmokyBonesGiveaway.com for your chance to win Big Green Egg grills, Smoky Bones meal packages, and other great instant prizes. The sweepstakes does end August 1st, and the winners will be announced on or around August 8th. So go to SmokyBonesGiveaway.com for your chance to win. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on the USA and Barbecue Nation Radio Networks. I'm JT along with Leanne. We're talking with Noah Glanville today. Uh, before we get back to the conversation, I wanted to tell you something really quick. Um, Barbecue Nation, that would be Leanne and myself. Well, we teamed up with Smoky Bones, the masters of meat. Uh, they've got 62 restaurant bar locations, mostly on the East Coast. Well, they have a contest, and it ends on August 1st. And to enter this contest, you just go to SmokyBonesGiveaway.com. Just go to SmokyBonesGiveaway.com. Um, you can enter online. They're giving away a big green egg. They're giving away a bunch of Smoky Bones food uh, certificates and um, perks like that, along with a, a really long list of prizes. So um, it ends on August 1st. The winners will be announced uh, somewhere around August 9th. You got to be 18 years old or over to enter. So go to SmokyBonesGiveaway.com and uh sign up there also if you want to contact us uh it's pretty easy just go to uh, barbecuenationjt.com there's a thing there um that you can send us a note and either leanne or i shall uh re respond in a positive way most of the time uh <laughs> also we're talking with noah glanville like i said noah is going to stick around and be with us for after hours but one of the things i wanted to ask you noah was is is now i mean this is kind of a reverse thinking but because people have so much inventory and stuff sitting on the shelves is this a, a time to look at other avenues for distribution or maybe bringing in other products smaller products to to design is there a kind of a lag time there that you could work with you know i i think that that's a great question and i think every company is a little bit different. If you're if you're playing in the space where you're having to come out with something you know new and innovative and a new app and something that connects to your phone you know every year and every line review, then you know I, I think that's difficult. If you're if you're like our brand, where you know we we just want to stay consistent and and stay consistent with our quality. Um, the I think sticking going back to your roots, your grassroots on, on how you market and, um, and, and how the, the cooker functions. I mean, I, I still, and I, I might sound a little biased. I still haven't seen a cooker on the market today that will outperform what ours does. And as far as the quality, the flavor, the taste that you get, 
So I, I haven't seen a need to really try and jump through a bunch of hoops to recreate the wheel. Sure. Uh, try to navigate as smartly as possible to keep, keep the product at a fair price that everybody can afford. And that's really, really our model. We come up with good accessories to go with them, uh, good recipe development. Our newsletters don't need to consist of buy this, buy that. How about, how about great recipes that while, while you're at home, um, you can try with your friends and family. And, um, and I think that I think more people are going to go back to um, cooking at home. And I think we're definitely going to see that. And that, that's a good thing. You know, it's really expensive to go out. You go out and the service you get is. Minimal. <laughs> yeah. At, at best. So, so, you, but you're still, but you're going to go spend more money to, to have, to have a lesser experience. So I think more people are going to go back and that big demand, the pent up demand to get out, go spend an absolute fortune on fuel to go places and get, get lousy service. People are going to say, you know what? I think, you know, we're going to be back to school uh, pretty soon. And I think that people are going to settle back in and, and, and cook at home more. So yeah. I, that will help that help the industry as well. Yeah. Um, so let's jump to another kind of side topic here. How have you overcome? And I sent this to you in a text this morning, so I know you got it. Um, vertical cooking versus people are used to just laying something on the grill, yeah. you know, or putting it on the smoker and, you know, years ago, you come out and there's some other, some of your competition too. They're like, well, you now you can hang the ribs, you know, or you can hang the chicken or whatever it is. How have you overcome the kind of the built-in stereotype that things should be laying on a grill surface? I, I, Jeff, I think in the grand scheme of things, we, we have not overcome that. Um, but we also can't supply 250,000 grills overnight either. Right. You know, and if we did, that's, you know, the, the demand would be, we need a million, literally. Um, you know, the, but 75% of the U S population uh, you know, I believe they, they say has, has a grill of some kind. Um, and you know, so that's a lot. And it, the people that have our product that have been, that have experienced it, um, they know, they know how awesome it is. And they also know that it, when we have countless emails and people say, I would have never bought another cooker. I wish I'd known about this and they get it. So it's not, uh, you know, I think it allows us to, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm grateful that we've been able to make a great living. We've been able to employ people and pay awesome salaries and, and create a great work environment and culture. Um, and, and again, back to growing responsibly. And if, if I, you know, if, if a big box retailer had ordered 25,000 units and then all of a sudden said, you know, I don't think we're going to take them this year, that would be a big deal. Oh, yeah. Ultimate out had them. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, as it, we're a brand that we can continue to deliver a great quality product and the customer service to go, go along with it and grow organically. And, and so that really, you know, we know that our, our, our customers are our best salespeople and, and one sells another one and so on. So, you know, it, it really good times, bad recession, slowing in the economy, uh, you know, whatever level set or reset we're going to experience, we can, we can continue to, to do business and, and do it responsibly. So that's, that's kind of our model and, um, and it's worked. 
Have you shifted um, on your accessories to kind of expand on those since that can kind of make up some lost ground? Yes. Um, and yeah, short answer is yes, Leanne. We, we, we've, we've looked at that. We're looking more to, you know, one of the things, I guess a, a better way to answer, answer Jeff's question was, and, and I think ties into yours, Leanne, is, um, you know, as far as innovation or, you know, trying to pick, take our product down another lane is uh, commercial. So the PBX is absolutely amazing for mass cooking. Excellent. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back with Noah Glanville, CEO of Pit Barrel Cookers. And uh, his XO is his vice president there. I'll just put it that way, Amber. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back, everybody, to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne, and we're talking with Noah Glanville today, the CEO of pit barrel cookers is I quit rubbing my glasses so I can see through them. I'd like to thank uh, Painted Hills Natural Beef from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, a beef product you can feel good about. In fact, it's beef the way nature intended. Uh, go to Painted Hills Natural Beef online, check them out. They do sell some stuff online there. So all good. Uh, we're talking with Noah Glanfield today from um barrel cooker i lost my train of thought it's monday you know when we're recording this and so there you go we've got kel phelps coming up in the next segment too talking about uh barbecue news and the nbb nbbqa we need some more initials in that leanne i think well Terrific. it's barbecue and grilling right so you know, there's they, no g they can put a g in there <laughs> they can put a g in there no what all the years you've been doing this now What's the biggest thing you think you've learned? Probably st stick into your core, grassroots, <clears throat> how, how you've grown. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that you can get sucked down a lot of different rabbit holes with technology, uh, ad spend, all the different companies that, that, that will approach you. And, and in 12 years, you know, what, what really works the best, if you have a better product, <laughs> is you, you send the product to folks that can genuinely talk about it. And right. that's, you know, th that's the thing. I mean, we've been really fortunate. And I think, you know, the biggest thing I've learned is, you know, you to ride through the times, if you, if you have a solid product uh, with a good brand and you didn't, you didn't sell out and you didn't try to get too big and you didn't compromise quality or customer service. Those are the main things. Yeah. Uh, and there's there was many times that that we had opportunities to to go to go much bigger. And when we started to go down that path, that there were certain things that we said enough signs and, and, and signals to pump the brakes. And fortunately, we did um, you know, because I don't think that those were going to be good paths to go down. And you know, it's allowed us to stay true to our brand and our customers. And and our, I think our customers really feel it, and they know it that we've got one of the most solid brands in the outdoor cooking industry, period. 
and it takes a lot to go with it with the quality the service and the, the whole overall experience that, that that you get and that's you know that that that's really important so probably sticking to the grassroots that's probably the shortest shortest best answer i could come up with well i can tell you from my perspective because i've had mine now for oh eight years or so we've been going back for somewhere somewhere around there the reason i like it is it's it's simple you know we've taken barbecue to a level uh and i'm not chastising them but some of your your pellet smokers your gas grills uh even some charcoal you know now you've got wi-fi you've got this you've got that you know you've got blue landing lights on the knobs you've got everything <laughs> but that's one of the things i like about pit barrel is it's it's and I, this is no way denigrating it at all it's very simple to use and i like that yeah. um I don't have to get over my skis, as they say, to try to figure something out when I'm doing a cook on it. That's what I'm going to say. So, well, um, you know, Jeff, and you look at, say, the Weber kettle, Weber kettle, an absolute staple still is been around for a long time. Very simple. And part of the part of the brand and 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 the strategy when when we launched was we want the pit barrel to be just like the Weber kettle in the sense of in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you see a pit barrel, everyone knows how to cook on it. It's like riding a bike. It's the yeah. same thing. That's your vent for your elevation. And you and everyone knows how to cook on a pit barrel as 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 it's as natural as any other grill that you put food on. Um, and the way you do that is stay consistent. If you change the knobs and you change the lights and you change the apps and you change the auger and the flow and, and all the different things every year to meet the demand of what, larger retail wants so that they can compete with other retail. It just changes, it changes the course every time. So being that we don't have to do that, you know, we can stay consistent and we can also most importantly provide phenomenal quality and value to the customer without, without having to have that middle person come in and, and, and take one heck of a margin. So that helps as well. Well, I think that because you're not doing those things. I mean, you've made tweaks and changed some sizes and done some different things on different products in your line. But overall, because you haven't tried to, what do I want to say? Bring it up to the digital world, <laughs> something like that, that it is, it is, it's there. It, it's just there and you use it and you get great results. And it's going to take you a couple of times when you're cooking with it to, to figure out what, what you want as the individual, how you want things done. That's fair. But yep. I, I just think that because it's so simple, it, that's why it's one of my favorite, favorite cookers. And I've got a bunch of them, as you can imagine, but I really like that one. So Leanne, have you cooked in a barrel? Not are you in the I barrel, have, but can you cook? I in a have barrel? not a lot. Um, it's um, overwhelming all the new things that are out there. So I like to test different things, but I totally agree with him, you know, as far as, you know, all this Wi Fi stuff. And I'm not a fan. I don't use it. I, I'm, you know, I like to cook over live fire and I just don't like to have those things interfere with, you know, me actually learning the true art of smoking and cooking food. But I feel like the younger generation is more aware 
and I, I think there are buying powers there and they look for the bells and whistles. And it's to me, it's just something that's going to break. Um, and, you know, a lot of these things are electric and that's why, you know, with the pit barrel, you don't have that. So it's less to go wrong. You know, it's, it's something that's not going to break. So I love that you're staying classic and, you know, kind of like along the lines of Weber, you know, I mean, that's what I started on. And I agree with the philosophy and I, I think it's commendable. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And, and I think, you know, I, I think folks that are buying more of the technology, you know, technology side of things, I don't think there is concern of it breaking, you know, more importantly, quite frankly, I would be embarrassed if my boys saw me walk in the house with a plate of food, with probes and gas, my phone, you know, <laughs> I mean, it telling me when the food is done. There's nothing sexy or attractive about having to, to look at your phone. And I mean, we all look at our phone way too much. Right. So one mm -hmm. thing like enjoy your family cooking and you, then you're back to your phone and then you're back to emails and you're back to text messages and to be able to put the damn thing down and actually be able to cook. On it. So it's, it's honestly the only thing we have, um, you know, as far as cooking outdoors, the, um, and it's really, I mean, some people say, well, what if you want to grill a steak? And it's like, you can have the best steak you've ever had cooked on this thing. And it's absolutely worth a little bit of extra time. It doesn't take that much to, uh, to, to, to light the coals. Um, but no, we cook probably we cook at least a couple of nights a week. On yeah. It, you know, re realistically. Um, and, uh, and it, it's fun. I mean, it's, it, it really, it still doesn't get old. The kids, kids are masters at it. They, they, they can nail it. That's in fact where, where I'm at. I'm do, go, going somewhere with, with my boy. And, uh, <laughs> so we're, um, but they, 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 they love it. They, they're, they're really good at cooking and it's just so simple. It's easy. So who's better you or Amber? Uh, you know, careful careful. Now. <laughs> yeah. you know I, I think it depends on what, I mean, she, she loves cooking chicken in it. And, you know, that's one of the really easy things, um, that it just comes out amazing. And so, but, um, you know, all we both, we both cook on it pretty, pretty evenly. And, but that's, I mean, it's, and it's really nice that, you know, it's so simple that if I'm busy or I have something going on, she can easily do it and vice versa. So yeah, yeah mm -hmm. we, we both, both can chip in and, and get, and get it going versus, you know, some cooker that, you know, there's, it's a little technical or only one person in the household really knows how to use. Yeah. My wife doesn't touch any of the barbecues. She can, she knows how, but she won't do it. You know, right. sometimes if I'm out of town, I'll figure out that she uh, went out and cooked something, but uh, good for her. Yeah. You know, but she she's big on takeout. too. <laughs> so. mm -hmm. I have a question regarding your com commercial cooker. Um, obviously, barrel cookers, you know, it's you got to pay attention when you're cooking on a barrel because it can get away from you. It can get a little hot. Yes, it is easy, but I don't understand the concept of being how you're making a cooker for a commercial environment with. Um, the need to kind of pay attention. I guess I'm not familiar with the product or how did you design that differently so that it actually works in a commercial atmosphere? Sure. So one, we definitely need to get a pit barrel in your hands. And I, I think, I think you'd love it. So we could, we could definitely make that happen. Uh -huh. It is actually is so easy instead of forget it. I mean, it's, it's actually difficult to, to mess it up. You could leave 
a chicken, you can leave food in there so much longer and it's still going to be amazing. You know, chicken can get dried out really fast. Um, you can leave it in there for an extra 45 minutes and it's still really good. And I, and that's, and the reason behind that is, you know, a lot of people say, well, where's the heat diffuser? Where's the water pan? Where's all these things that we, we know that we think need to be in there, but the juices dripping directly down on the coals creates, it, it's a hot environment, but it's also, there's a lot of uh, humidity in, in, in the air in that, in that smaller environment too. Mm-hmm. So it allows it to cook at a, a lot higher temperature. Um, I think a lot safer for, for what you're cooking. Noah Glanville, CEO of uh, Pit Barrel Cookers. Noah, um, how can people find you? Uh, best way, pitbarrelcooker.com. And uh, you can always contact our customer service as well. That's all on our site, do social media as well. Uh, but pitbarrelcooker.com is probably the, the best and easiest way. There you go. Perfect. We've got Kel Phelps coming up next, but Noah's going to do the after hours. So we'll be right back. Smoky Bones, the master of meat with 62 locations in the U.S., has partnered with Big Green Egg to bring you the Summer Grilling Excellence Sweepstakes. Enter at SmokyBonesGiveaway.com for your chance to win Big Green Egg Grills, Smoky Bones Meal Packages, and other great instant prizes. The sweepstakes does end August 1st, and the winners will be announced on or around August 8th. So go to SmokyBonesGiveaway.com for your chance to win. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation with uh, Miss Leanne and myself, Jade Keat. Next segment up here, we're talking with Mr. Kel Phelps from Barbecue News Magazine and NBB should be G QA. Yeah, <laughs> you got to put that G in there, buddy. I've been called a lot worse, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no so, uh, what's going on at Barbecue News? Man, just smoking like always, brother. Um, just getting ready. The August issue is done. Uh, it's at the printer now. Be headed out August 1st. Um, I've liked good July's over. I don't know about you all. I'm not a big fan of July. It's just hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love July 4th because uh, we got, everybody fires up the grill. So uh, right. questions come in and such as that. But Man, you know, I know they call it the dog days of summer and all this, but I don't see how it's going to get any better. Uh, No, I mean, uh, Jeff here is getting ready to experience triple digits in Portland, of all places. My daughter moved there to get away from the heat, and she's probably like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, we've had triple digits down here just about all of July. So I did see uh, that. Mm -hmm. When I say it's smoking, it's uh, it's smoking more than that grill for sure. Yes. but, so yeah. have you have you ever tried to cook an egg on the sidewalk? I have. I have not, man. Um, Wait a minute. Let's Leanne, you have twice. One was at the Kansas City Speedway when they did a contest. God, that was probably 15 years ago. And then in Bel Air, Maryland, uh, we had a hot one up there one year. We were actually vending. One of my guys ended up in the hospital, but it does work. <laughs> If, if you have the proper environment. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen them. I've seen guys do them like on hoods of trucks, you know, on hoods of cars on the metal surface. I've never done it on a sidewalk. I've seen mm-hmm. them done on metal surfaces. Mm-hmm. Is it edible? 
Absolutely not. I, I didn't think so. <laughs> Do you have yeah, to hit it with a little pam right or something? Yeah. yeah. Do you have gravel? (laughs) It feels like what they injected in my knees is gravel. Um, Do you have to put Pam down or something? I guess you could if you wanted to be really, you know, crazy about it. It's more of the purpose of just, you know, seeing how hot it is and proving to yourself it is hot. Yeah, it'll it'll cook. So it's not like over easy or anything. Well, you can't turn it over. (laughs) Trying to flip an egg over on tar. <laughs> you need a special tool for that. <laughs> All right. I, they would probably think I was a tool if I went out and tried to do that. <clears throat> so um, what's in the issue, Kel? Back to serious business here. What's in the yes. issue? Oh, man. A uh, ton of recipes. Um, got some uh, new folks is writing for us. Miss Riley, Steak Princess, a young, yep. young, yep. young lady. has been uh, all over the country cooking ancillaries for some of these uh big name barbecue guys at competitions and um so we reached out and we said look here girl you're winning all these ancillary deals and cooking for all these big names share some of that stuff with us so um, we wanted to have her on there every month uh sharing all kind of crazy stuff with us and uh man and when i say crazy it's crazy good and most times it's not real complicated um it's just thinking outside the box and um becoming very creative and uh Mm. for a 16 year old young lady she is uh she is very talented yes she is. Awesome. she's been on the show before um yeah. she was a little intimidated by just being on the show but once she got kind of warmed up yeah she was she was very oh, yeah. good she was very she's good. uh she's a rock star her mom and dad man they are uh I don't know too many people that would load up. They just went to Virginia this weekend. They're just out of uh, just out of Atlanta, North Georgia, up in um, Sonoma, Georgia, is where they live at. But their mm-hmm. claim to fame there is where The Walking Dead is uh, actually filmed at. But, oh. um they went to Virginia, Galax, this weekend. Oh, and, um, uh, got to cook with Mark Lambert and some of those guys uh, there at the uh, Smoke on the Mountain event. It's a huge, turned into a huge event now. Mark said it's fabulous. I was just with him uh, in North Dakota and he was just saying how fantastic and how the town shuts down and it is all revolves around this event and how cool it is. And a bunch of vendors, not just barbecue, but just all kinds of stuff. And he said it is one of the best events that he loves. It's one of his favorites. Yep. I believe the second time I went there, the second event, your dad was there. And man, I tell you what, <laughs> he had, he was so excited. He's like, man, this thing's going to be big. This thing's going to be big. You yeah. Know? He had that knack to know um, which towns, which products were all going to blow up. I mean, uh-huh. he just had a fierce sense about him. But, and now here we are 20 some years down the road, probably from that. And, um, Pretty close. He was dead on, no doubt. Isn't that something? I wish he was like that with investments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I hear you. So on another note, um, what's going on with the Barbecue Association? Man, MBBQA. Um, so we had kind of a personal deal come up, pop up with us, and we uh, we had a mini event plan for pennsylvania in august i saw that and we had to postpone that thing for a little bit we've um so just being straight out on us so we've got janet's mama with us and uh she's got parkinson's 
Um, but she's in a mother-in-law suite or whatever, but we kind of take care of her, um, all the time. So yeah, she's with it. us all the time. She's got some issues that's popped up and uh, a couple of things that we could not get out of. And um, it's completely so understandable. Talk to Dan and Denise there. We call their place La La Land. It's just out of Philadelphia. It's about an hour out, but it's uh, Catawissa, Pennsylvania is where they're located at. And um, so we just said, you know what, let's just postpone it. And um, We'll probably maybe early spring of 23 uh, plan to do that. But um, we're wide open uh, on other avenues working on the 2023 conference, um, trying to negotiate contracts and such as that with a location in a pretty cool place, we think. It's a destination place, but um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have all that wrapped up. Can you uh, give us a clue? Is it east or west? North or south? Deep, deep south. Deep so, south. Okay, deep, perfect. Because I'm south, south so, uh, I, yeah. so. <laughs> I'm not. My, no. my heart may be down there, but I am not. You know, I'm a Yankee. But, so. Yep. So we're looking at um, we're looking at the uh, sometime in uh, February. So uh, maybe um, not maybe Super Bowl. Maybe, Maybe the week after Super Bowl. We we, after? we, we okay. question yeah, we question a lot of people about Super Bowl weekend. We decided to uh, try to avoid that weekend after asking and uh talking around. Health helps National Barbecue News there and Nash, I should say Barbecue News magazine and National Barbecue and Grilling Association, the proud owner. Thanks, buddy, for being with Thank us. Thank you so much. And you guys have a good one. Keep it smoking and uh, we'll see you soon. Of you, course. Thank you. You got it. Um, Leanne and I will be back next week with Michael Simon and uh, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> so it'll be fun. And for uh, Miss Leanne and myself, thank you for listening. And uh, remember our motto here, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved. <laughs>